Uh-oh. Here we go. It's Florida versus... We're podcasting over here! We're podcasting over here. No big deal. Alert your neighbors. <laughs> hey, folks. Welcome back to Florida versus a podcast about Florida and myself, Peter Murphy, your host, also a Floridian going outside of Florida in an audio capacity. We can't travel right now, so instead of traveling, I ask people from other parts of the country and the world what it was like growing up there. But you would know that if you'd listened to this podcast before. Just wanted to reiterate. Before I get into too much about today's episode, I want to thank specifically the supporters of this podcast, Mike, Gina, Kelvin, Collier, Justin, Dawn, Susie, Lindsay, and Peter. If you yourself would like to become a supporter of this podcast and go above and beyond just listening every week, go ahead and go to the details in this episode and click on the link to become a supporter. Now, today I'm talking to foodie, viral TikTok star, YouTuber, Instagrammer, Katie Molinaro. As I was saying that, I was thinking, well, I guess anyone can just put Instagrammer and YouTuber on their resume and intro, but she's particularly good at it, I must say. Katie's from Virginia. She lives in Los Angeles now, and she's a she's a globetrotter. She goes all over the country and, in fact, the world uh, to try new dishes and excellent types of food and she showcases them on her TikTok and her Instagram. You should check those out. It's Eat It Katie. She's, uh, she's very funny. I've known her for some time. She's from Virginia, so we talk Civil War reenacting. We talk uh, Thai food and Indian food, which is popular in her part of Northern Virginia. The most important thing, and not important, I guess, the most interesting thing that we relate on is in this episode is that Lo Los Angeles, as far as restaurants go... Without the air of mystique or environment atmosphere, the food, I'd say nine times out of ten, doesn't live up to the hype. So I guess you got to ask yourself why you're eating out at a restaurant. Is it the food? Is it the company? Is the hype? Is it the clout? Uh, I think every single restaurant visit is fueled by one of those things specifically. Well, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's me and Katie Molinaro. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later, Floridians. Let's do it! Eat it, Katie's on the show. Eat it, Katie's on the, the show. Eat it, Katie's on the show now. Katie, Katie's on the show. Katie Molinaro, holy moly, you're about to hear from her, world traveler, foodie, uh, expert palate haver, very funny person, incredible comedian and actor, oh my gosh, no, nothing more I could say from her, from, from the great city of Oakton, VA, there's a ton of oak there, but there's also one Katie Molinaro, Katie, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Pita. Absolutely, absolutely, Katie. Uh, how uh, you just went on a uh, you just went on a trip, right? Uh, you yes. Were just, you were just in Florida, actually. Yes. <clears throat> well, I was uh, I was in Austin, and then my okay. friend was like, 
do you want to go to <laughs> Disney World? And I was like, sure, let's go. You can't ever say no to that. Who, yeah. who's, who's ever said no to uh, Disney World? It's like, it's almost like go, Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is like Vegas. It's like the same price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you want to go? All right, let's do it. Uh, all right. Well, before we get into travel and um, fun stuff from Oakton VA, I want to, uh, you know, open up the first segment, which is plugs. And Katie, what can you drive all of the listeners to check out uh, from you? And uh, where can they find you on other corners of the internet? So you can find me on TikTok at Eat It Katie. Uh, that is my main platform. I'm also going to be posting on YouTube once a week. I'm trying to get back into that. So just eat it, Katie, across all platforms is where you can find me. And you'll find me at the Disneyland opening. Yes. (laughs) April 30th, is that right? Yes. Oh, man. So you're a huge Disney head, yeah? I am. Okay. I'm more of like a huge drinking and eating at Disney head. (laughs) did you i mean where does that where does that well okay before we get into that i want to say that i first met you as uh like a comedian and the food stuff kind of that that's kind of been like a newer thing but obviously you've always loved disney you've always loved food how did how did the eat it katie uh how did that all come up come about um so yeah it you remember the before times when we had to go to auditions? <laughs> remember those things? Remember yeah. when we had to drive to those? Before the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when we had to like actually be in a room with people. Yeah. So uh, I I read in Tina Fey's book that... Bossy Pants? Yeah. I read that after auditions, she would get like sweet potato fries. And so she wouldn't think about the audition. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'll just go get food so I don't think about the audition. Yeah. <laughs> so if I was out like in Santa Monica, I'd go to Bay Cities or if I was out uh, just like wh- whichever part of town I was in, I'd look up like what places I need to hit in that part of town. So I'd yeah. be like, oh, my time out here wasn't wasted. I didn't just waste a whole day driving to Santa Monica like I did something else. Yeah. Because sometimes a drive to Santa Monica t- could take 35 minutes to get there and an hour and a half to get back. Yeah, it's your whole day. Two, two interesting things about that. And so then you found yourself driving to different parts of the city to audition, but then exploring the food that was there. And then yeah. you kind of expanded to the country because you just, like you mentioned, you'd just been in Austin and you were like trying different foods and fun stuff like that, right? Yeah, I mean, how, how am I going to get a taste of what's around if I just stay around here. I mean, traveling during a pandemic is obviously frowned upon. Sure. But I am vaccinated. And when I did travel, I didn't, I wasn't like around other people. Yeah. But like go to fast food places and like sit in my car. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's like what I do. I, uh, I'll get the, yeah. I, I haven't been in a Taco Bell in a few years. Not since, not since they had the old school, like flashy colors. Oh yeah. Uh, in a while, but you know, that, a, a lot of those still exist in Florida. The old school, uh, bright colored '90s versions of Taco Bells. Uh, very funny. What's actually interesting is uh, I would go to Santa Monica as well, and this is like the Florida side of me. For auditions, I would go to Santa Monica, and I knew that drive would be like an hour back to the east side. So I would go to Bay Cities, get the Godmother, 
and then they sell beers by the you know by the single so on my way back the 10 freeway is a parking lot so i would just i would have a godmother as slippery as you know and fun as it is to eat and then uh, i would roll all my windows down and just you know just casually uh kick one leg out and then uh you know <laughs> sip a beer on my drive back <laughs> so i'm 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 with you full on uh about making the best of every experience that's uh that's incredible and then uh and then yeah then it just kind of took off from there for you right the eat it katie stuff yeah i mean you saw me in the line at howland ray's once that's i've always right. been a food chaser you know it's You're, soothing yeah. to like chase food to like have a thing to focus on yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I saw you in line. You were with your mom, right? She was visiting you. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Well, very cool, dude. That's awesome. Uh, all right. And uh, so for travel wise, you know, what's, um, what's, this is kind of like a travel podcast. So yeah, as of late, there's a lot of, what's interesting is about two years ago, I was at Austin Sketchfest and there's so many people there. I'd say it's a cool town. But a lot of people there were really eager to learn more about Los Angeles and move to Los Angeles. Now, uh, in the midst of the pandemic, I can feel a lot of people moving to Austin for some reason. Yeah. When you traveled there and when you traveled to like other places outside of Los Angeles, uh, what, was the, what was the vibe there? And, uh, and were, were there any very notable foods that uh, you wanted to share that are you know, must-haves for people listening? Well, okay, so I've noticed since being outside of LA during the pandemic that mm -hmm. the food everywhere else just tastes so much better. Really? Okay. So what I've noticed when a lot of these restaurants, like you weren't able to dine in anymore and I was just ordering delivery from these places, I realized mm -hmm. the food wasn't that great. It was mm -hmm. all about the ambiance. In Los like, Angeles. In Los Angeles, yeah. Okay, I'm so glad so, you said this, yeah. So like, I ordered from a very notable Italian restaurant. I'm not gonna say what it is, but sure. the ambiance is amazing. You go for the celebrity spotting and all that stuff. And then right. I ordered to go and it was just like trash. But I noticed when I go to like places like Austin or Dallas or even places in Florida, like the food is, is good and it doesn't even have to try to be good right like the outside could look like shit the like it's a <laughs> right. hole in the wall uh eight dollars for a plate oh you know they're not trying to impress anyone we'll have to, to us. we'll have to talk later because there's this new bond me place that just opened up next to me and there it, it's it's one of the rare places in los angeles where you can get a sandwich under 15 dollars. <laughs> it's like seven bucks uh, for a bon me. So we'll That's still so much for a bon me. <laughs> bon me should be like $3. The ones but here's the thing. I, I'm with you 100%, and I think you hit the nail on the head. A thing about Los Angeles, I might even say so about New York, is the ambiance. And I don't know yeah. if I don't know if that's what I'm paying for, or and it's worth it for that, or if I'm being tricked. Because what are you going to a restaurant for? It, like, it comes down to like, what you're going there for. Are you going just for the food or are you going for the company? Are you going for the status, for the Instagram photo? It's all, 
that all factors in, but I've noticed, and you know, what's interesting is during the pandemic, I was, we mentioned Howlin' Rays. I was working at Howlin' Rays last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was working the door. I was the door guy, you know, if, if for for the parties that we were doing in the back, no, for like, you know, handing off to um, customers and stuff like that. Yeah. And not only there, but um, other places that I've, that I'd worked, I just said like there and then uncle Polly's uh, deli last year where I worked it, it, it became more clear to me that without other things to do in Los Angeles, people are unmotivated uh, to do their day job. And I'm talking about myself and, you know, other people that I was working with, just because I feel like everybody, a lot of people that are working in restaurants, a lot, not all, it's kind of like their secondary job in LA, you know? And without their career or their passion or the, their any activities, to look forward to it's just kind of like miserable right have you have you seen that too yeah i mean if i didn't if i didn't have tiktok that's where i would that's where like i don't know what i would be doing because tiktok saved your life tiktok saved me shit i like when everything was shut down i knew that i could still make videos in my living room yeah oh and you and you're as entertaining as ever, let me say. So well, thank you. When people check out these uh, plugs, the TikTok, the YouTube, the Instagram, they will be pleasantly uh, entertained. <laughs> <clears throat> now, you didn't know, you weren't always a globe-trotting uh, food goer. Do you like the term foodie, by the way, or is that? I do. Like, I don't yeah. mind it. People are like, "Oh, I hate the term foodie." Like, no, I, uh, I'm, I get very picky about food. Yeah. And. I don't know. Are, do you get mad if you're in, like, if you're in, let's just say you're visiting New York. Yeah. And then someone's like, let's get tacos. You go, no, fuck no. Why would you, why would I get tacos? I'm in New York. I want pizza. Um, you know what? I, there was a time that I would have been like, come on. Well, and let me say, <laughs> let me say, if I'm in New York for four days, every day I'm having at least two bagels. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm, I, I totally subscribe to your lifestyle of like, if you're there, happen, eat what's there. But also now I'm thinking if, you, if someone's going to su- here's the thing. If someone's going to suggest we get tacos, then, and they know of a good taco place, then I'm going to trust them. Mm, but, fair, fair, fair. But I do, I do get, I get, I get your point that like, you know, I go for the regional stuff. I go for or the- Let's go to Sabaro. Oh, okay. I mean, no. <laughs> let's go to the Sabaro in Times Square. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On, on the way there, we can go to uh, an American Eagle and I can pick up some cargo pants. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> but you, but so you're saying that, yeah, you wouldn't necessarily. I don't know how I got off on that, but I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't necessarily go for tacos in New York. No. But, you know, right. You do the, what, what are the New York stuff? The pizza, the bagels. What else? Uh, Italian food? Great Italian food in New York. Yeah. Or like if I'm in Austin, I want to have breakfast tacos and barbecue. Yes. I don't want to have sushi and ramen. (laughs) That's more of LA Sawtell district. Yeah. Yeah. Time and a place. You know what? I'm with you because I once had, what was it? I was once dating this girl and she was like, we went to, we went to this place that was like a burger place. And she was like, she's like, maybe I should get the, uh, it was something like, she's like, oh, maybe I should get the fish sandwich. 
and I had just read Anthony Bourdain's book, uh, Kitchen Confidential. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh, this is the burger place. Like you, you go there for the burger, dude. You yeah, know? you don't go there for the fish sandwich. Like, yeah, it was only available because it was Lent, and like, you know. Yeah, come on, give me a break. That's the best part about traveling for me. Like, when else am I going to have a really great deep dish pizza if I'm not in Chicago? Like, if I'm in Chicago, I'm going to have deep dish pizza or I'm going to have Portillo's. Yes, yes, love Portillo's. Uh, Heck yeah. Oh, man. Well, great. Well, okay. Well, yeah, you weren't always the globetrotting foodie that you are these days. Uh, You are from. But now I I globetrot. You trot. You trot. You don't even just globetrot. You're trotting everywhere. thinking about the next trip i'm like all right where am i gonna go after You're tripping. The disneyland opening where she's, am i going she's tripping she's trotting she's scooting she's eating she's drinking she's partying but you water uh, yeah water part of your uh part of your growing up happened in oakton va yes uh, now where what's oakton va where is is it close to like charlottesville like you know what what's what's no. the, what's <laughs> What's happening okay. in VA? So, uh, Northern Virginia, uh, it's closer to, like, Arlington, Alexandria, like, right right on the border of D.C., like, 20 minutes outside. Got it. It's, it is, uh, if you're rich, you have a horse. <laughs> so, my family was not rich. We uh, were well off, but we didn't have a horse, so we weren't, like... Uh... You were denied from that exclusive horse club. Yeah, we were not the horse people. <laughs> there's like a country club <laughs> with just horses and you just pull up and park your horse and there's no room for cars. Yeah, it was just really weird like the uh, how they cut off like different <laughs> levels of uh, wealth over there. Yeah, it did, did it seem as clear cut as it does in our adult lives, like the classes, like growing up, were you like, oh, I can't go in there because I don't have a pony, <laughs> or or what did did was that aware? Were you aware of that as a kid or no? I I don't know if I was super aware of it. I I just knew like some of my friends had ice skating rinks in their houses, or like some of my friends had indoor pools, and I would be like. What? <laughs> okay. We and all I'd go be to the like, same school. Mom, why don't we have that? My parents would be like, well, because th- that's. Because <laughs> that's, that's extravagant. What, what? It was like some newscaster's daughter. Mm. Whatever. Matt Lauer? No. <laughs> Brian Williams? Allison, we're talking no. Allison Williams here? Peter Pan? No, not them. I forgot. It's probably better. Probably it is better. better. It's better if you don't know. But yeah, <laughs> so that's like the kind of area I grew up in. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I never knew how well, like my parents never really talked about money. Yeah. I just knew that I had friends that had ice skating rinks and I didn't. So I was pretty pissed about that. I think that's, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you could have been. As a, I should have been. I yeah. Been Damn, your, parent, your parents just didn't love you enough is basically what it comes down to. If like, it, you couldn't just take it one step higher. You just couldn't. <laughs> you know what I think might, might be interesting? Uh, I want to hear your take on this, but wherever, you know, economically, I think if 
sir, if you grow up, if anybody grows up in like a very well-to-do house, not only in my experience, do, are those kids brats and snobs, but they also don't have like a very good palate for experiencing and uh, rating or talking about food. It's all just butter and cream. You know what I mean? Do you, do you like growing up, like what, what were the types of things that you would get excited for? Like what type of meals would you get excited for uh, growing up? Oh, like my mom went, has always been a really good cook and mm. I really loved Indian food. I loved getting Indian food and Thai food. And wow. so, and my mom could cook meals like that. I remember she used to make like some turkey curry thing that was really good. Ooh. Um, and she would make stuff and if I didn't like it, I'd still have to eat it. Right, right. My mom would just be like, well, we're not a restaurant, so this is what you get. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, exactly. My I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let me know if your if your mom would do this. My I grew up with my grandparents and my mom in Florida. And by the way, there were no horses around. Uh, and there were oh. no <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just slammed the door on me immediately. Uh, one, there were no horses. Two, no basements. Uh, and just a lot of sand and a lot of man-made canals. Oh. So just, you know, danger. Nowhere no to basements. Escape. I feel so bad for you. I know. Yeah. I had to lose my virginity the old fashioned way in a car. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, and so anyhow, my grandma, I don't know if she, my grandma would do the majority of the cooking, but she, she would, it, it kind of feels now like the vaccine in, in two doses, like, all right, well, the meatloaf's ready and the uh, spinach is ready, but in 15 minutes, the macaroni and cheese uh, and the mashed potatoes will be ready. So, so don't eat it while it's hot or you know it'll get cold i'm like oh god 15 minutes we would just be waiting there for forever and i'm just such a fast eater that uh my grandma would would try would have a, like a poor timing poor way of like timing these things but uh <laughs> but so we would have like essentially dinner in two parts and she was doing her best and she she made some great great italian dishes and some great macaroni and cheese but was your mom more like all right everything's ready the rolls are all set. Everything's good to go. Yeah, it was like everything's ready at the same time. Ugh. And it was always the pretty, like we were really spoiled because my mom was such a good cook. So when we went out, it had to be like really good food. Yeah, what a luxury. That's so cool, dude. Um, yeah. Uh, you mentioned Thai food and Indian food. Were there a lot of Thai and Indian places in Oakton? Yeah, uh, we grew up so near the false church area well that was like a big vietnamese area and then in fairfax there were a lot of thai restaurants and a lot of indian restaurants just in oakton and vienna nice. i don't know why just a lot of different i, I even went back recently yeah. this past summer and i was like wow there are a lot of restaurants here and not a lot of chain restaurants that is very cool not as many as i remembered growing up i do not know what that's like because the florida florida is like the chain restaurant capital of the world per capita the most yeah exactly uh all right well speaking of the places and the faces we're uh one of my favorite segments it's called celebs in town Doodle -doo -doo. and i like to we like to talk about 
different people that grew up in your hometown that were considered celebrities, like fun people, people that everybody knew. Is there anyone that comes to mind when, uh, when I mention that? So there was this guy that we used to just call Santa Claus who <laughs> <laughs> um, lived in like this wooden house <clears throat> and he was always coming out with like a beard and overalls and he had piles and piles of wood. So he was always chopping wood outside of the house. And so I was like, growing up, that is how I knew Santa was real. Because <laughs> you were existed. looking at him? Yeah. I was like, well, of course Santa is real because that's where he lives and that's him. <laughs> and then one day mm. he just wasn't there anymore. Oh no. On Christmas Eve. He... <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. No, it wasn't actually Christmas Eve, but he just wasn't there anymore. And then I had to come to terms with the fact that like he probably died because was... <laughs> Most, you know, most kids grow up with uh, the trauma of losing a dog, but you, you had to experience and be comforted about death because of Virginia Santa. Yeah, Virginia Santa was there. So he would always be outside like chopping wood? Or yeah. Oh my gosh. And he had the white beard and everything? Yeah, he looked exactly like Santa. I was like, whoa, this is awesome. Did, uh, was this like a sandlot thing where like you, you and your friends would like, oh, don't hit a ball over there. Were you scared of him or did you interact with him ever? We were scared of him. Like I, I it was, it was scary. Cause he was just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Like everyone else had little roads leading to their house. This guy had no road leading to his house. It was just like side of the road. Cause the reindeer could fly. He doesn't need roads. No, he doesn't amazing i uh that's so but i believed in santa for so long did yeah this is the part this is the part where if you're listening with your kids maybe uh ask them to leave the room <laughs> i mean i still believe in santa the way that my family no my the way, no kids no kids are listening i hope not uh, <laughs> i have uh, a lot of kid fault fo- like my followers are children oh really is that they're like specifically- seven. oh okay well okay <laughs> uh well is they're not listening don't worry okay sure uh how did your parents explain mall santa to you because my parents were like oh yeah there's a real santa and then this guy here outside of the hot topic he uh he's one of santa's elves and he's just doing his work (laughs) how was that explained to you oh my mom would gosh how, how did she explain it i forgot i think it was just like he has stand-ins or something. <laughs> I think it was either he has stand-ins or like he's Santa. He's magic. He can be a lot of places. Oh yeah, I was like, like oh, I see. Like like a Luke Skywalker type of a thing. Hi, it's Phil. Marilyn's calling. Oh okay. Should we pick it up? No, I keep getting calls from creditors. <laughs> well, th- there was this woman, Amy, and she was trying to get a hold of this woman, Jamie. And I, okay. I don't think she's figured it out yet that I'm not Jamie. Uh, you can take it if you want. That'd be fun. No, only if she leaves a voicemail again. For about, oh goodness, for about a six-year stretch, exactly six years, uh, there was this kid 
I would get calls from creditors because this kid that I grew up with, Jut. Jut. Uh, his name's Jut, J-U-T-T. And his last name is Dare, D-A-R-E, but he, he pronounced it Deray. Interesting character, but he put me as a reference for his student loans and uh, small business loans, and he never paid them. Like, oh. Yeah, and he never paid them, and they were like, do you know where Jut Deray is? And I would just laugh, and I would get calls for six years, just like, you know, out, out of college, just about every other month. And word it, and also word is that he didn't, I mean, he was my friend. He put me down as a reference. Word is that he didn't have to pay anything back. He just, the debt accumulated so much that they just forgave it. And he had to pay like a significantly smaller amount. Yeah, there was a while where like, Kaiser Permanente was calling me every month and then eventually I just ignored it <laughs> and then nothing happened. So, Oh, nice. I think it was like $300, but I just didn't want to pay it. <laughs> and then yeah. I think they were just like, Oh, I guess she won't pay it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go, you gotta go one way or the other. You gotta either be incredibly apologetic and then pay it or you know, like you're playing cards, you shoot the moon, you try and get the highest, you know, rack up that interest as high as it can be until it's ridiculous. Then yeah. you're like, hey, listen, bank or hospital, I'm not paying this. What can no. I do? What are they going to do? The, yeah, is the hospital going to shut down if I don't pay $300? I don't think so. <laughs> the hospital's going to be fine. No, dang it. Well, uh, you know what? I, I want to say this. I think Santa Claus is still alive. I just think he moved to a different house. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Thanks. I've been that I've been thinking about that for years. It's been... I'm glad we can. <laughs> I'm glad we can finally have some closure. Close that door for you. Thank you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Santa Claus, another segment I love to do is called Biggest Holiday. In uh, in Oakton, is there a holiday that everyone gets psyched up for or is there like a regional holiday or like a festival that you guys do um or you know what's uh, what's what's the biggest holiday in your hometown it's not my hometown but we used to go every year to the waterford festival which was Ooh. in waterford virginia and it was like um we're gonna make a candle out of animal fat <laughs> we're like what <laughs> what is or that or like we're gonna uh, make kettle corn, like, or make let's it? knit. Can let's make. make oh, here's a Civil War reenactment. Like we'd watch like Civil War reenactments and stuff. That was a big thing in my town. Civil War reenactments. They love. We love watching Civil War reenactments. People like are horny for it. Okay, before we get into Waterford Fest and the the hippie, <laughs> the hippie dippy granola action that's happening there. I need to know this. How how does one that's not participating just going to to watch? How does one prepare and attend a Civil War reenactment? Oh, you just you know you just get ready to watch. <laughs> do, you, do you not? Okay, great. <laughs> usually, I'm usually eating a lamb sausage, drinking a wine. Yeah, yeah. But you don't, uh, I mean, okay. Cause, yeah, that's what I usually do before I watch it. 
the equivalent okay the equivalent for me going anywhere in florida is we had the saint andrews fair and the way that i would prepare in my hometown the way that i prepare is i would make sure i ate a ate some food that was not gonna come back up again you know Mm. and i for some reason in middle school i wore a ton of i would just put on extra cologne for because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be outside. Oh, yeah. I want those girls to smell me. <laughs> they need to smell you. I want to be smelling good. I forgot that you grew good. up in Florida with Shane, right? With Shane uh, Hartline? Yeah, pretty much. You forgot that I grew up in Florida. The name of the podcast is Florida Verse. <laughs> everything I've talked about is from Florida. That macaroni and cheese that my grandma was making, she put NyQuil tablets in it so I would fall asleep afterwards. No, because I, I, That's Florida. I said I forgot because that that clip of you on that morning show. <laughs> right, yeah. In Orlando, I, uh, yeah, we did a bit where I peed my pants. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's how I'm preparing for, like, a fair. But, how, okay, so you're just, I mean, you go to the, are there stands or are you just standing in the, are, are there bleachers you're or are just, you standing you in the field? You just walk by and, like, may, sometimes you watch, like, you're usually just watching people in the medical tent, like tending to each other, like oh, fake yeah, they're fake wounds and yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Eating hard tack and shit. So okay, so it's kind of like uh, a sleep no more type of a situation, rather than a parade or a a, a sporting event. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you they're all these... like yeah, yeah. Oh, go on. No, but no, there are all these different scenes happening and you get to walk through them? Yeah. Oh, see, I did, I, I've never been, I, I had no clue. Yeah, some, they'll just like reenact Civil War moments. Oh no, like what? Like what, are there any, are there any shocking moments that happen there? Just like loading a shotgun. Got it. I'm picturing the battles. Is that yeah, happening? they don't really. Sh- I think they're too big. Uh, they're they're. They, I don't think they can handle a battle. It's more like prepping for battle. Mm. The aftermath of the battle. It's more uh, the show. It's more the show. Yeah, for some reason, when I'm think when I think Civil War, my mind goes to, um, North versus South, and it's a bloodbath, and they're fighting. So I, I, like, when I, if I were to go to a Civil War uh, reenactment before this conversation, I would expect essentially a rugby match with with fake guns. Yeah, I mean, they do fire rifles at each other, but it's fake rifles. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. And it's just like a bunch of smoke that comes out. So yeah, they do show the battle. Sorry, I'm not explaining this correctly. (laughs) But there's, <laughs> but you've been, you, you promise you've been, you're not making this up. I've been, I've been. <laughs> but it's, it's more of like a, when I say sleep no more, it's like a experience that's happening everywhere and you go around to these different scenes. So like you mentioned, you walk into a tent, uh, a medic tent, you walk over to uh, some, what, somebody making food or something? Like what are Okay, some, so some... like imagine a giant field in front of you. Yeah. Like, you're you're basically just watching from afar. Okay. 
either a battle or like people making butter. Yeah. <laughs> real butter or is it real butter like the guns are real guns? Sometimes it's real butter. Oh, wow. Nice. They, they do everything real. Like they have real gunpowder and everything. Just they don't put bullets inside. Mm. I like that. Uh, and so then, so yes, yeah, so can you get close to these or is there, there's just like different viewing areas? You can get pretty close, but yeah, it's like different viewing areas. It is like a sleep in a war situation. Nice. That's so fun. And do you get to talk to some of the people or, or are they weird about that? Well, you can talk to them, but they'll, uh, they'll stay completely in character the whole time. That is fun. Did you know anybody growing up that was like super into that? Or, or yeah, someone that I, acted in it? I do. Uh, I know I know of a guy who actually moved to L.A. Um, and he wasn't like an actor or anything. He just really liked the Civil War. L.A. is the best place for, for that. I know. <laughs> I feel like every day I wake up, I feel like we're fighting a Civil War. Am I right? Every single day. <laughs> Let's Every get back. second of my life. <laughs> Every, uh, let's get back to Waterford Fest, which I am fascinated by. So we're talking, we're talking uh, animal fat candles. Yeah. Uh, we're talking. We're, we're what like are we whale talking? blubber or something. I don't. It was like oh, some nice. kind of animal fat. Dream catchers. What's the scene there? Like you know, paint the picture for me. Um, a lot of old colonial houses. Yeah. A lot of sheep grazing in the fields, but they also serve lamb sausage everywhere. So it's like you're watching what you're about to eat. Would you be, oh yeah, you're looking at the lambs and you're like, oh, I want, I want a piece of that. I know. Yeah, they have that. They have like, it's been so long since I've been. They have kettle corn. They've got like cider. A lot of American flags. Okay. <laughs> of all eras, I imagine. They're yeah. Just the most up to date. Okay, got it. Yeah, they're very much into America. Very much into like lavender. Oh, the color or the scent? Essential oils. Oh, yeah, that's good. The color lavender or the scent of lavender? The scent. Oh, yeah. A lot of beeswax. Okay. And so Waterford Festival, it's just like a kind of like a hippy dippy chill festival, or like what 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 brings people there? I mean, there's all these fun activities. It's just crafts. Yeah. Oh, neat. It's it's just crafts and like people who love the Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> VA sounds like a fun. There's also player. music, like you know, <laughs> like there's like people playing uh, guitar, but folk songs. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What's uh, yeah. I mean, are there a lot of like concert venues and stuff like that in um, in in these area parts of Virginia, like Northern Virginia, or do bands get really hyped up, like the folksy bands, to play Waterford Festival because it's such a big deal? Oh, there's lots of places to perform in in Virginia. Awesome. Like, um, I used to like better than Ezra used to perform at our fair at the Fairfax Fair every year. Wow! Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a big deal. 
I think they're from Virginia. Oh, yeah, they might be. That sounds cool. One of my favorite Norm MacDonald jokes is uh, the number one band of the year this year was better than Ezra. The number two, <laughs> the number two band, Ezra. <laughs> I know. I love that one. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, but the um, Waterford Fest, would, would that be something you guys would look forward to? Like, or, or would it like sneak up on you? I always loved it. It was every September. So my birthday is at the end of September. So mm -hmm. I would, I would be pretty pumped about uh, that every September. And then the Fairfax fair was every July, I believe, June or July. And the Fairfax fair that involved, did that, did either of those involve civil war reenactments? Just the Waterford fair involved oh, okay. the civil war. Oakton itself didn't have any festivals. It would be like the surrounding areas. There was Come a Vienna fair, Fairfax fair. All these fairs. A lot of fairs. Did you retain a lot of that history? Like, do you, like, obviously you go to these things and they teach you stuff, but are there any interesting facts that you remember from childhood just randomly? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> We, we uh, in Florida, in my hometown, there was the Edison and Ford Estates, and we would go there for class trips, and it, it's just an interesting part of history where they, the people of the estate would curate Edison's um, garage or, or, and, you know, his, his home to show like, oh, this is where he created this, this is where he invented this, and uh, my only memory, my number one memory was getting off the bus and then having one of my teachers walk through and basically attempt to delegitimize the whole uh, Edison, <clears throat> Edison home. He's like, he never lived here. And he was saying it loud enough where the tour guide was getting upset. Oh, no. <clears throat> I know. I, this, yeah, this guy was a total... <clears throat> he had something else going on there for him, but he, he somehow was allowed to be a teacher. He was like, yeah, Edison never lived here. He spent maybe two weeks here a year. If that him and Ford, <laughs> him and Ford would get pissed drunk down the street. We can go to that bar when you're older. I'm like, Oh my God, dude, what? You're traumatizing me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a bit, bit of that history. Um, but, uh, but, it, but I mean, it must've been exciting at the time. And it sounds like, the lamb sausage really had an impactful, uh, uh, impactful th uh, effect on you. Yeah. I mean, I, I was the first time I was ever watching what I was eating at the same time. Did you wonder like what, what part of this am I, what part of the lamb am I eating? Not really. Yeah. I think it was just so good. <laughs> it was so good. That lamb sausage was so fire. When you, I miss fairs yeah. like that. Like we don't have, like the closest we have is that Ren Fair, but it's awful. Oh, the Medieval Times thing. Well, no, Medieval Times is like great in, on its own, but like the, uh, like the Irwindale Ren Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pleasure Fair. Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I get I get weird when I hear the word pleasure used in things. Yeah. Uh, to me, pleasure is like the word moist. Yeah. I'm okay.
Yeah, I'm good. I don't need that in my life. Seems like seems like you remember the food that you ate at places more than the things that you did or the <laughs> the friends that you made along the way. Yeah. The friends, the friends you made along the way were really it was really the lamb sausage all along. I really always remember the food. Everything else is just like whatever. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, great. Well, let's get into our last segment. One last thing, one good thing. You mentioned how great the uh, Thai and Indian food is uh, in Oakton. But uh, of of all the things in Oakton that you could do if someone were dropped in the middle of that town, what's one fun thing that uh, you would suggest or one piece of knowledge that they should know uh, and should equip themselves with? Oh, uh, <laughs> if they're horror fans, they should go to Bunny Man Bridge. Whoa, what's that? There's this bridge where the bunny man comes out. If you say bunny man three times at the bridge. So yeah, there's this place in in, in, uh, my hometown. A lot of spooky stuff happened. So it's... It's a bridge where a bunch of murders happen. <laughs> wow. I don't know why that would be the first place you should go, but I'm like, what's really cool in my town? I guess that. That's great. No, I mean, that's, yeah. Or if I mean, you like wings, you should go to the Buffalo Wing Factory. There's a Buffalo Wing Factory? I mean, it's just called the Buffalo Wing Factory. It's really good, <laughs> but it's like funny. Uh, yeah, you can go to this bridge where people were murdered or you can go to the Buffalo Wing Factory. <laughs> <laughs> is the Buffalo Wing Factory a real factory or is it a factory like the Cheesecake Factory? It's like the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that a plate, another factory exists. Like there's a uh, Cheesecake Factory, Buffalo Wing Factory, uh, Old Spaghetti Factory. Yeah, I've never been to the Old Spaghetti Factory, but it sounds great. Oh, I love factories. <laughs> Tortilla Factory. Is that a restaurant? Yeah, there's one of those in Virginia. Oh my gosh, factories. I love factories. I'm a I'm a factory fanatic. Yeah, Buffalo Wing Factory had the best chicken tenders I've ever had in my life. Wow. They were like this big and batter dipped. So so I'm in let's say I'm transported to Oakton VA right yeah. now. Bunny Man Bridge. I go to the Bunny Man Bridge. What kind of food? What kind of food should I be eating? What 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 do you? What kind of food should I pair with that experience? Um, you should. Now I'm looking up Buddy Man Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it says scariest places on earth. It's between Manassas and Fairfax Station. Whoa. 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 Um, I really like to go to the Twenty Nine Diner. Okay. What do I pick up from the Twenty Nine Diner on my way to the Hoppy Bunny Bridge? Bunnyman oh, some like some eggs cooked in bacon fat. Oh yeah. Some delicious eggs and sausage. Yeah. Maybe catch a little lamb on the way and you know, make a coat and then make some sausage. Oh yeah. Or become friends with it. Who knows? I'm looking at Bunny Man Bridge right now and it's pretty scary. How many murders have happened there? My old driving instructor took me to Bunny Man Bridge. And he said he saw a girl just walking in a white dress. I was like, what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that is very scary. So basically, uh, in 1970, this guy and her, his uh, wife, they were sitting in a car and a man dressed in a white suit with long bunny ears appeared. 
he threw a wood-handled hatchet through the front car window. Okay, cool. <laughs> a lot of chopping, a lot of, whoa. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like the bridge is underneath, like it's a little tunnel underneath this little bridge in the woods. It's very it. So yeah, so as like a dare, kids would go there, I guess, right? To Yeah, so, to, we would always go there in high school. To resurrect the bunny man. Yeah. Were, were you scared of it at every stage or was there ever a time where you were like, eh, let's go to the bunny man bridge and smoke some weed? I was <laughs> always scared. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's scary. Have you looked at photos? Of the bunny man bridge? No, I just became aware of it three minutes ago. <laughs> I know, but you're not you're not the one Googling imaging, Google searching it. I'm picturing it's I'm picturing creepy. is I'm picturing like Donnie Darko. Is it like that? Like that's that's what I'm picturing. When when someone says Bunnyman Bridge and there's a Bunnyman, I'm picturing like a Donnie Darko situation. Yeah, it's definitely a Donnie Darko situation. And that Oof. movie came out when I was in high school, so scary stuff. And a lot to you. Jeez. Well, I'll make sure to uh have some lamb visit the bunnymen and uh you know maybe turn my own butter in oakton va uh katie thank you so much for joining me today i really appreciate your time uh and yeah i can't wait to uh visit oakton va anything else to say before uh, before we get out of here um you're from florida get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> all right floridians thanks so much for listening i'll talk to you next time <laughs>